Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss a single episode. And if you like the show and think we deserve a five-star rating, and obviously we do, rate us and post a review. Also, although our main purpose in life is to entertain you, producing this show costs actual money. So please help out by going to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried and pledging your support to receive all sorts of goodies, merchandise, personalized roast, and shout-outs, advanced access to episodes, or personal messages from me, Gilbert Gottfried. And if we raise enough, maybe I can finally get a new co-host. I'm thinking of the Scarlett Johansson robot. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. Our guest this week is a popular and much-admired actress whose career spans an impressive seven decades. She's been nominated for Tonys for her work on the Broadway stage, appeared in feature films like The Hot Rock, Bananas, Rabbit Test, and Hair, and received an Emmy nomination for her role in the TV movie Queen of the Stardust Ball Ballroom. Notable TV roles include Bilko, Love American Style, The Paul Lynch Show, All in the Family, Barney Miller, ER, and The King of Queens, and of course, as the wise and supportive Edna Garrett on the hit situation comedies, Different Strokes and Facts of Life. In her illustrious career, she's worked with everyone from Burt Lahr to Jack Klugman to Stiller and Mira to Lottie Lania to our former podcast guests, Julie Newmar, Dick Van Dyke, and Paul Dooley. And she's still working, recently appearing in the 2015 film Ricky and the Flash alongside Meryl Streep and Kevin Klein. But with all that she's accomplished, she'll always be known to yours truly as Sylvia Schnauzer on the iconic series Car 54, Where Are You? Please welcome the pride of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the funny, versatile, and unstoppable Caroline Ray. You just called her Caroline Ray. Go, oh, cow! <laughs> <laughs> Boy, are you full of it. The the unstoppable Charlotte Ray. That's better. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was a wonderful tribute yes. to Caroline Bray. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea she appeared in all the same yeah, things you knew? did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Hello. now, before any... How old are you, Charlotte, if I may? Well, I'll tell you, I'm very grateful. Because do you realize that I am almost 90? Wow. I, I don't believe it, you know? Um, yeah, if, if, if God... Wa- if, it, if, if it's meant to be... Um, April 22nd, I'll be 90 years old. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And, and that's and, Earth Day, too, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, a, a couple of weeks ago, we had you booked. And then your agent or manager called and said that you weren't feeling well that day. And you had to go to the doctor. And... I I was convinced, oh, she's just going to say she's too tired now. Because, uh, like, nowadays, actresses and actors who are 15 complain of exhaustion. And and they take time off. And someone of, of your old group, the old professional actors, they can get hit by a train and they go back to work. That's true, yeah. Even on Broadway, they have very limited engagements, television stars and film stars. They don't stay with a show like a real trooper and keep it going from year after year, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I admire. They're lightweight, Charlotte, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> now, we got to get into your career. It's it's insane. Um. You, uh, one of the earliest things you did was Sergeant Bilko. I mean, as far as TV. Yeah, that was early on, yeah. And what was it like working with Phil Silvers? Well, he was brilliant. He was absolutely uh, fast-talking. I'll tell you, uh, Nat Hyken was a wonderful... You know, I'm still upset because he should be in the... Uh, television Hall of Fame. What can we do to get him there? We got to work I mean, on that. He, he was a genius. Yeah. Let's do it before yeah. we kick off. Let's, it's, oh, let's, absolutely! It's shocking let's, that that I, that he's not actually. And he, I know, Gilbert was but, surprised. And I found this in your book, Charlotte, that he was your cousin, Nat Hyken. Well, he I, he's the one who came to me when I was playing the Bonsoir. That was a little supper club in New York when I was. You know, a newcomer there, and he's he came with Nick Condos. God bless you. Thank you, uh, Nick Condos, who's <laughs> our engineer uh, just sneezed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, who was Martha Ray's husband? They came to see me at the Bonsoir. He's he said to me, "I I I believe we're cousins," and I said, "Well, I I don't think so." Uh, I know the Hikins, but I don't... He said, well, I think one of my cousins married one of your cousins. So by marriage, we became... He was very family conscious. He was a lovely... Oh, what a wonderful guy. And, and uh, he died so young. How he old was he? 54 years old. Wow. When he yeah. And um, he also created a show that makes me laugh to this day 
Car 54, where are you? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, he introduced, I mean, uh, uh, we became friends, he and his wife, Amber, and his kids. And my husband, John, and I became very close. And then John um, uh, became, he, he, was, he studied with Hindemith after the war on the GI Bill at Yale, and when he graduated, um, Nat Hyken hired him to do the music for the Phil Silver Show and for Car 54. Okay. Car 54, where are you? There's a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's That's backed up up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short of child cruise ships doing I know wild. Car 54, where are you? Very good. (laughs) Very good. Written by John Strauss. And and I remember hearing, like, Nat Hyken liked funny-looking people. And you could see that with Car 54 with, you know, Fred Gwynn, tall and skinny, and, and Jackie... Jackie Ro- Joey Ross, really short and stout, and and Al Lewis. It's like Nat Hyken couldn't produce a show like Friends. <laughs> he couldn't what? He, what? he could not produce a show like, like Friends, Friends. Oh. <laughs> where everyone looks like a model. Well, he found Joey Ross in his sewer, some <laughs> sewer in Florida. Yeah, you were no big fan of Joey Ross, I gather, uh, Charlotte. No, no, he was very fun for the movie, I mean for the series, but uh, he, no, he, um, how can I, oh, he didn't realize what a wonderful opportunity. Let me finish. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Charlotte. Because he didn't realize what a wonderful golden opportunity Ned Hyken gave him. Ned Hyken gave him, I mean, he was working in a sewer, I mean, a place where it's only told dirty jokes, and it was, a, you know, a third-rate place in Florida. But he he was a character, and he thought he was great character, just as he was. And he just kind of lived it up too much. He'd come to rehearsal, and he'd be resting. You know what? I shouldn't be talking like this. Anyway, God bless him. God rest him in peace. And let's talk about my book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but, I mean, Joe, Joey Ross was basically working in strip clubs. And, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and it's so funny that the way Nat Hyken used him, he just comes across as this lovable teddy bear. On TV. Right. And that's the genius of Nat Hyken. Yeah, and he did that with um, Phil Silvers, who was a very swift, uh, terrific, uh, um, brilliant actor, comic. But he was not very endearing. And so he made him a, a lowly sergeant who was wheeling and dealing and always lost out in the end. He he made him lovable, even though he really wasn't lovable. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now now yeah. Tell us the title of your book. It's called "The Facts of My Life." 
It's a fascinating read, Charlotte. I mean, and there's, there's so many things I didn't know. I didn't know that you'd gone to school with Paul Lind and and uh, mm-hmm. and Patricia yeah. Neal and Sheldon Harnick and and all of these people. And I and in, until Gilbert and I sat down and, and started doing the research, well, speaking for myself anyway, I found clips of you doing stand-up comedy. Mm, yeah, I didn't know that you had that you put out this very funny album in the fifties. Songs I taught my mother. Yep. Oh yes. You, you can get it on Amazon. I know. <laughs> and it, I tell you, it, it it holds up very well. It's very funny. And and your book, what's so good about it is. Uh, there's there's loads of information about show business and parts where you're very open about your uh, personal life, both good and bad. And it's it's a very revealing book. Yes, I let it all hang out. I do. I I decided. Well, my son, I had no i I had no intentions of uh, writing a memoir. I'm not a writer. Uh, my son is a writer, and he said to me, Ma, this was a long time ago, he said, you're 87, I think it's time that we write your memoir. And I, Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. I said, oh, all right, if you'll write it, I'll tell you my, my life. And mention your son's name, uh, your co-writer, Larry Strauss. Larry Strauss, right, Larry S-T-R-A-U-S-S. S-T-R-A-U-S-S. And he's written some wonderful books. Some of them have been optioned for film, and then... You know, you know what happens when the head honcho at the film company is removed and someone else comes in. They bring in their own uh, development stuff and they throw out the other person's stuff that's being optioned. You know, that's the way. That's the oh way yeah, it goes. it's a rough business. And but uh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just saying it's a good book because I remember you said in an interview. That these sad things that you reveal is you want to show people that sad things happen to everybody and they could move on. Yes, exactly. I felt I felt it was so important that uh, you know that I, somehow or other, through the grace of God, I've been able to move on from some heavy duty stuff, and I wanted them to know because. Just because uh, I'm on television, don't think that everything is ginger peachy and everything is lovely and that everything is easy. Uh, I want them to know that it's just like everybody else. A life is a life. And none of us get out without some pain and uh, so on. And, And we move on. And we try to really... Try to love ourselves and learn to learn to love each day. You know, sometimes you think to yourself, "All we have is today. Today, every day is a birthday." Right? Yeah. You do you know that what struck me about that is when I was first getting interested in going in showbiz, I had a thought that if you were in show business. You were immune from all the bad things that happened to regular people. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find that out. Yeah, that you do. No one gets away from that. You know, one of the great things about the book, uh, Charlotte, is your enduring friendships. You know, that you've been friends with Cloris Leachman forever. 
Mm-hmm. Your friendship with Larry Hagman is is oh, is very yeah. touch. It's a very touching story. I mean, that's one of the things that comes across is how many uh, and Sheldon Harnick and Sheldon Harnick. Oh, oh my and, God! And Fred Gwynn, you stayed friends with. Absolutely. Oh yes. Tell us about he, Fred Gwynn. He was a very, very, very lovely, uh, dear man. Very talented actor. My God, I saw him do. Uh, uh, that wonderful play. Oh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. I yeah, think Big Daddy. Yeah. He was brilliant. And I've seen him do, and he was a wonderful artist, too. Yeah, he was a cartoonist. Yes, yeah. yes. And we remained friends. And, oh, I, 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 and Sheldon, it's in the book. Yeah. He said, he always talks about it. And it makes me very, very happy that I changed his life. I changed. He was in Chicago, and he was just playing his fiddle. And after we graduated from Northwestern, and I, I came to New York, and I, I looked around, and I, oh, you know, I, I was looking for special material, and I, I kept saying, you, you need to come here. You're so much more talented than most of the people. And I see Broadway, and you're, 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 you're up to that and more. And then when I found the album, Finian's Rainbow, by, um, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, is oh it, God. Uh, Yip Harburg? Uh, Yip Harburg and uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Burton Lane. Mm-hmm. I sent it to him in Chicago, and he said, oh, my God, that's what I want to do with my life. So he came to New York, and he and, and, and we, we've been friends ever since. And now Fiddler is opened again, and now She Loves Me just got rave reviews <laughs> from all the, all the critics, the New York Times, all of them, all of them. So it's oh, I, and I I'm so proud of our friend and he's celeb. Listen, he's celebrating. He's going to be ninety, ninety two. Yeah, April thirtieth. A great I'm artist. I'm going to be ninety, April twenty second, and he's going to be ninety two. When you hear "If I Were a Rich Man," uh, uh, Charlotte, does a part of you say, "Well, if it wasn't for me, that wouldn't have never have happened"? Well, I I don't. I don't want to get ego up into it, <laughs> but I'm I'm just very honored that I was a, his channel. Yeah, really. yeah. But and, um, and I got to get back to Car Fifty Four for another. Yeah, but set. you better tell people they can buy my book on Amazon. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I keep talking about buy, Amazon. Buy Charlotte Ray's new book, the. Facts of My Life on Amazon. And Larry Strauss. It's, it, it's a fun read. While we wait for Gilbert to find the men's room, <laughs> we promise we'll come back to the show after a word from our sponsor. Don't go away. And now back to the show. Would oh, I talk about my alcoholism? Go right ahead. I talk about yeah. my, my... I've been a member of... Alcoholics Anonymous for 42 and a, almost 43 years now. Bless you. you. Good for you. I mean, when I was going through that tough time with my son, Andy, Tell- with his autism yeah. and his schizophrenia, uh, that was my uh, drug of choice. That was your first son that yes. he had. 
And at first, you didn't know what was the matter with him. That's right. And nobody knew. I didn't. I. 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 I finally found a doctor who diagnosed him, and when. He, when he told me, nobody knew about autism at that time. I they they said he said he's autistic, and I thought, I thought, oh, thank God, he's artistic. <laughs> I thought he said artistic, and I almost got down on my knees to thank God. Who knew? Yeah, I didn't. That, I mean, right now, people know very little about. They still have to learn yeah, all more. these years later. And but boy, back then, uh, there, was, there was there was no support system at all in those days. It was nobody hardly knew about autism. The, my pediatrician didn't know about it when I mentioned it to him. No. Yeah, no. I mean, back then, being autistic or dyslexic, people like that were considered stupid or crazy. And uh, yeah, it it finally got a name to it. It's still a challenge, but at least there's a lot of support and a lot of uh, a lot of achievement, but they haven't found out why it's been happening more and more and more. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah. And and one other thing that happened in your life, your husband revealed something Yes. I mean, <clears throat> uh, I got into Alcoholics Anonymous before John, and uh, eventually he uh, joined me. And through Alcoholics Anonymous and his sponsor, he had a sponsor that he had to check in with. The sponsor told him he had to tell me that he was bisexual. And after 25 years of marriage, he finally told me. And that really was another shock. I didn't think anything would be as much of a shock as my son's uh, challenge of autism and schizophrenia, childhood schizophrenia. But um, uh, this was another severe shock. And... and, and uh, yeah. I uh it took me a long time to uh to uh accept that it is what it is and then after that I had great empathy for him I really did because in those days it was uh, considered hush hush and you don't talk about it and I had I had not a clue he was very creative talented and we had um, an interesting life, creative life. But, you know, when I went to the judge for the divorce, it was so funny because uh, the judge said to me, you haven't asked for any alimony. You're, uh, 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 how, how are you going to get along? And I said... Looking upwards, God knows, God knows. Hmm. And the judge said, "Well, I know you're Charlotte Ray." Now, uh, you know, you know, when in in the uh, in the uh, courtroom, 
it was uh, Charlotte Strauss, Charlotte Ray Strauss. He said, you're Charlotte Ray, and you've got enormous talent, and you're going to be okay. And then I burst into tears, <laughs> and, and I had to go with my girlfriend to get some matzo ball soup. <laughs> <laughs> That'll cure it. And, yeah. and all of this... Both the sad moments and and great Hollywood stories are in your book, The Facts of My Life, that you can Where get can on. Where can they get it? On, on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to get back to, on Car 54, you and Al Lewis were the schnauzers, Leo and Sylvia Schnauzer. And and you were like constantly arguing, like this bickering couple, right? <laughs> and I, and I I remember there was one where you had just seen a movie with um, Ingrid Bergman, and you were saying she's the best actress in the world, and that started an argument, and Al Al Lewis starts going, Ingrid Bergman, she's terrible. Doris Day is the greatest actress. <laughs> and you you both started screaming at each other about this, and it was hysterical. Well, you know you know the story about that. That's the one where uh, the uh, police all, all gathered together and said, every Thursday night, they argue, every Thursday night, let's tell them that there's no Thursday this week. <laughs> well, that was Funny. my first episode. And I, 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 I barely met uh, him. Uh, what I, I'm forgetting his name. Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Al. Al. And so I said, Al, would you mind my? Um, I, I think I can rent a studio where we can improvise. I'll rent it for an hour and a half, and then maybe we'll feel like we're a regular couple arguing. And so I rented a studio. And we paced around in that studio, and he started to insult me, and he started to call me a retard. <laughs> and of course, you know, because of my son and everything, then I really lit into him. And That's good. <laughs> we both belted out at each other, and at the end of that hour and a half, boy, we were ready for the show. Yeah. Oh, was a great team. I love working with him. He was wonderful. <laughs> Oh, he, he was, was wonderful. He was. I met him a few times. A total uh-huh. character. Yeah, I met him too. He was larger than life. Oh yeah, I I met him through uh, brunches with Al Goldstein, mm-hmm. the porno guy who Al Lewis was friends with, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but Al 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 was a character, and that sh- that show kills me. Yeah. We have to ask you about somebody uh, who uh, plays a prominent role in the book, Charlotte, and that's your your old friend Paul Lynn, and he's also somebody who comes up on this show a lot. Somebody that Gil- Gilbert and I love. Uh, he's a complicated Paul. man. Oh, Paul, he was so talented. We went, we were in college together. We yeah, Northwestern. We wrote funny sketches, and we did them together. You guys and, were Lobotsky uh, and Lind, right? Yeah, we sat next to each other. In uh, acting class, yeah. And, uh, oh, my God, we played opposite each other in the, in the musicals. Uh, every year there was a musical called The Wham You Show. 
and we played opposite each other. He was very tall and portly, and I was very short and chubby. (laughs) 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 And, oh, we were called, uh, we were big, big men on campus. We were um, Lobotsky and Lind, yeah. There's a, there's a sketch. from a small town in southern Ohio. Uh-huh. And I heard your mother was friends with the prime minister of Israel. Oh, that's a good one. Golda Meir. Well, when they went to school together in Milwaukee when they were growing up. So your your mother knew the prime minister of Israel. As a kid. Not when she was prime minister. <laughs> no, no, but before, even better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. T- tell the story, Charlotte. One of the amusing stories in the book is when you told your dad that you that you were going to change your name. Oh. Um I I well, I was going to Northwestern um, I kept running down to Chicago. I wanted to get on on radio. Radio. We were just it was just the beginnings of television. And oh, I just wanted so much to be a professional. And uh I finally got on uh what's the name of it? I now wait a minute. Oh, I can't believe it. I'll think of it. But um, it was a a a fifteen minute radio show, which, which was very popular at that time, and um, I, they said, and I got my my AFTRA card and everything. I was so excited, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, what's your name?" I said, "Charlotte Lebotsky." Oh no, we can't use that. W- why not? Well, no, no, it has to be Americanized. Um, what's your middle name? I said, Ray, R-A-E. That's it, Charlotte Ray. And I told my dad, he was so hurt. He said, Lobotsky is a fine name. We are honorable people. We have a good name in Milwaukee. It is a name to be proud of. We are good citizens. I, I, I'm a veteran from World War One. He was an Im, you know Im, emigrated mm-hmm. from Russia, and uh, he was very hurt. And years later, while I was in New York doing supper clubs, I bumped into um, Shelley. What's his name? Shelley Berman. Shelley Berman, and he was so. He was uh, becoming a sensation at some of these supper clubs, and he wrote his own material. And I, I said, would you write some material for me? So, well, tell me something about your life. I told him about my father and what happened, and you know what? He took it for himself. He wrote it about his father, and uh, his father... Well, anyway, he used it for himself. He took your life, your life wow. story, and put it in his act. Yeah, yeah. When you were playing those clubs, Charlotte, the Blue Angel and the Bonsoir and the Village Vanguard, who else was around? Who was hanging around in those days? Nichols and May or uh, Wally Cox? Wally Cox was my inspiration because 
uh, I I went down to the village vanguard with a friend and saw him doing his little monologues. And that made me realize I could do little monologues and all sorts of little interesting character things, <laughs> as well as sing. I loved his work, yeah. And then uh, I worked, I'll tell you, at the Blue Angel, I first started out with, um, what's her name? Uh, Pearl Bailey. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, what's her name came to visit her? Um, oh, um, Give us a hint. Lena Horn. Lena Horn. Opening night, and uh, that was thrilling. And then Eartha Kitt uh, was headlining when I came back, and uh, we we became friends. And um, uh, she was a wonderful woman, very, very, very um, intelligent and um, tasteful. And talented, and um, and what was I going to say? Oh, I was supposed to be in New Faces. Did you know that? Was it New New Faces of nineteen fifty two? I was originally supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. And what happened was Jack Rollins was my manager. Oh yeah, you know? just lost him. He died at 100 years yes, old. Yes, indeed. Yeah, from Rollins and Joffe. Rollins and Joffe. Who and handled he, Woody Allen and among and others. And all of them, Robin yeah. Williams. Everybody, and David Letterman. Yeah, and, but I mean, um, he and I, we were, Jack Rollins and his wife Jane and I were friends all, all through the years. All through the years. But I left them. I, as I didn't have him manage me after a couple of years, uh, he seemed to be doing better with men than women. Um, but we became friends all through the years. All. Um, wait, I was going to tell you a story. What the hell was it? It was something to do with what was it? New faces. New faces. Thank you very much. Um, Yes, Jack got me uh, to meet Leonard Stillman, and he wanted me for new faces along with Ronnie Graham. Oh, Ronnie his, Graham. And his Mist- sister. Mr. Dirt. Yep. He was wonderful. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, he was wonderful. Now, and did, his did sister- you, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, did your father get to see some of your success? No, I think he only saw me in a Broadway show called Three Wishes for Jamie. That was it. My dad passed when he was 58. Yeah. But yeah. he did get to see you on Broadway. I mean, that's that's uh, that's not a small yeah. thing. And, yeah. and back then, it just seemed common. Everybody changed their names when they went into showbiz. Even people but- with perfectly... Showbiz sounding names would change their names. I know. Uh, actually, Lebotsky isn't a great name. I mean, if it had been Kolachensky, that's a. <laughs> no, that's a. It goes, it goes better. It would have been hard to spell and hard to remember. I don't know. What what yeah. kind of act were you, were you did you intend to put together uh, uh Charlotte? Were you were you did you set your sights on a musical act? Were you going to do comedy? Did you always want to mix the two? And and I understand Henny Youngman helped you out. Oh, at, he, at the he, beginning. Well, Henny was very good to all of us. 
he always came to see all of us, Kay Ballard, and everybody came to see us perform and, you know, give us a nice pat on the back. You know, lovely man. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else were we talking did you, about? Did you gravitate to comedy right away? Or did you want to be a serious No, I, was a, a ser- I wanted to be a serious actress. Mm-hmm. It was only that Paul and everybody told me in, at Northwestern to try out for the, mu- for the musical comedy thing. Uh, and I didn't really want to. I was only interested in serious stuff. But I went in and I read the sketches and I read them for real. And the writing was good, so it was funny, you know. It was funny sketches, but I played them for real. When you play them for real, they're funny. If you play them to be funny, they're not funny. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Oh, yeah. But you had a knack for funny. I guess I did. I remember I met Henny, Henny Youngman a few times, and he was on stage and off the king of one-liners. Oh, he was hilarious. Great. And and now let's get to different strokes. Where yeah. it, it's like it seemed like that was another one of those weird cases where all of the children's lives fell apart after that. Well, you know, I was with it the first year. Yeah. And the first year was absolutely exquisite. We were all so uh, excited about the success and let's face it the little one Gary Gary Coleman Gary Gary well let's face it he was our meal ticket he was absolutely adorable brilliant funny a real and a real pro oh he was the best and they were all so nice to me. Um, what's his name? The other one, uh, Todd. Todd. Todd Bridges. And Gary. And, and they were so adorable, and we had a glorious year together. But then, towards the end of the first year, they insisted, because Fred Silverman came into the picture, and he wanted to spin me off, because he remembered me from Sylvia Schnauzer, <laughs> car 54, and he wanted to spin me off uh, with a new series because he took over the network. And um, so I had to leave them and go in with the girls. And, well, I, I, I was really very, very anxious about it because I, do, I loved the boys and, um, you know, Mr. Drummond, um, what's his Conrad name? Conrad Bain. Yeah, Conrad Bain. Oh, Connie Bain. Yeah. How, how was he to work with? Very, very professional and very nice. Very, very nice. Very nice gentleman. And so I was scared to death, but they spun me off. So I didn't see them after the first year. But that's when the trouble began. You know, it, you got those jobs, I think, in, in part, Charlotte, because of your relationship with Norman Lear that went Henry. back many, many years. Is that correct? To Colgate Comedy Hour? 
Yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. remember the first time I ever saw you when I, w- when I was a kid, when I became aware of you, was on the Norman Lear show called Hot L. Baltimore. Oh, I loved that show. It was great. Oh. Do you remember, Gil? Oh, yeah. With Richard yeah, Maser. It was a wonderful show. Yeah. It was. And they had Jamie Cromwell. Sure. And Conchata Farrell. Al Freeman, Jr. Al Freeman, Jr. Oh, it was a beautiful cast. And then you got on, you you actually had nothing to worry about because your next job after Different Stroke was Facts of Life. Yeah. Which was a major hit. Yeah, after Different Strokes. And you, yeah. you got Mindy Cohen on this show. I think Yeah, he... I mean, uh, we went uh, to, um, what's the name of that uh, finishing school um, in the Valley? Um, I forget the name of it, but uh, she was a student there. It's now affiliated with Harvard down there. And, and, oh, where are you? Oh, you're not from California. Okay. No, we're anyway. we're we're Brooklyn kids. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and plenty of knishes, right? <laughs> Gilbert's eating one now. Yeah. Is it got a cher- cherry knish? I love cherry. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to bring you one these days. Charlotte, we'll only keep you a couple of more minutes, but tell us about your your long friendship with Cloris Leachman, who who Gilbert has also had the pleasure of working with. Oh, she's a f- pistol. She's a fantastic actress. My God. You guys go way back. Yeah, we went to college together, but she left. After our sophomore year, she went on to New York and had a, well, she's still having a glorious career. She is. And you did. Absolutely. You roomed together. Didn't you get an apartment together in New York? Yes, we did. We did. <laughs> we did. You read about it in the book. I sure you? did. Yeah. yeah. And and also on Facts of Life, Molly Ringwald was one yes. of the girls. Yeah, she was in the first year. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they got rid of her for some reason. Yeah, too too bad. <laughs> and She's all- done... Oh, I, I just did a show called Home and Family on one of those networks. Um, and they they were kind of offering it to me, the facts of life, and it was like a tribute to me. And two of the girls were on it, uh, Kim Fields and um, what's her name? Um, Lisa? Hmm? Lisa? Lisa, Lisa Welshall. And, uh, and they brought back Todd Bridges from the uh, Different Strokes to, to, to greet me. And they and they found um, he was only in town one day. He was in Berlin uh, uh, promoting his film, but uh, George Clooney. And they had him. Uh, they interviewed him, and he he wrote in my book Facts of My Life. He wrote a lovely, lovely tribute to me. Yeah, and uh, Molly Ringwald. They got her, and she gave a. A wonderful tribute to me. It was lovely, really lovely show. Yeah. Do you remember getting an award a few years ago, uh, Charlotte, at the TV Land Awards for Facts of Life? Yes. I, yes, I wrote yes. that show. Oh, that was a beautiful, yes. beautiful show. We actually met that night. You wouldn't remember me. <laughs> oh, it, 
<laughs> no, that was a beautiful. You were busy. Show. Yeah. And now on we're, we're proud of it. On Facts of Life, uh, then there was uh, that kind of semi-scandalous thing of uh, that they started calling the show the Facts of Life because uh, they they were all the network was worried that these girls were putting on weight. Yeah, they gave the girls a hard time, and you know what? Shame on them. You know, they were young girls going through puberty. And frankly, I, I really thought, between you and me, it was, in a way, it was nice because girls could look at them and say, they look like human beings or they, they look like me or they, they don't look like they're a Barbie doll. They, they, they look like regular uh, teenagers, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they were, and but they kept, boy, I, they didn't, the girls had a tough time with them. But, you know, the more they tried to make them lose weight, the more they ate. <laughs> <laughs> now, I heard they kept a scale on the set that they, they had to weigh them in. Well, I don't know about that, but that that's what they told me afterwards. Now, this is the story I was most interested in asking you. Uh, I heard you called Joan Collins a bitch. Well, it was, it was, you know, this is so crazy. I had been homesick with the flu for a couple of weeks, and it was my first night out, and my friend who had directed me in Facts of Life had directed, uh, what was it called, with Joan Collins and the oh, other oh, woman? Oh, Dynasty. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, that other woman in Dynasty as well. Uh, no, from, from, from J.R., J, J. Oh, oh, Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Linda Evans. Linda Evans. Yeah, yeah, the two of them were in a play together called what? I don't know. Yeah. What it was. Yeah. It was a two-character play, and John Boab directed it. And John Boab was complaining to me that Joan Collins was impossible, absolutely impossible and very ungracious to Joan Evans and everything. So I don't know what came over me. <laughs> I, was so, I was so happy to be out and about and I was going up the red carpet, and they stopped me, and they said, well, now, what do you think of the show? What do you think of Joan Collins? Oh, I said, she's a bitch. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, she's an absolute bitch. Very difficult to work with. Very lovely. And, I mean, I don't know. I was just absolutely crazed. I mean, I wasn't on drugs or anything. I didn't even take a, uh, I didn't even take a Tylenol. I mean... I don't know. It was just one of those times. And, you know, I wrote her an apology because I heard her on television. I heard her saying, who is that pig about me? Or, no, that old, no, she said, who is that old cow? And um, so I wrote her a note of apology and had them slip it under her door. Uh, I'm the one, and I apologize. You do a beautiful job in the show. And... I'm making amends to you. This is signed, The Old Cow. <laughs> That's great. That's great. 
Charlotte, so do you, any, where, do you, where, where, where do you get my book? On Amazon? Oh, yes, okay. indeed, on Amazon. All right, And other Charlotte, places, too. Your book, <laughs> which is loaded with both uh, great stories, showbiz stories, sad, uh, revealing life stories. Also the great pictures. Let's point oh, out that what, oh, there's wonderful pictures God, of yes. you and yeah, everybody, Larry Hagman and... Uh, Charles Durning and uh, Cloris Leachman. And, B. Arthur. And B. Arthur and Paul Lind and John Aston, And several people we've had as a guest on this show. Uh, yeah. Charlotte, mm-hmm. Dick, uh, uh, Paul Dooley and uh, Julie oh, yeah. Newmar. Yeah. And Ken Berry, right. who you were in uh, Hello Down There. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and a picture of your father, who, as you say in the book, resembles Gary Cooper. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad you approve, You agree with me. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing we're going to ask you, Charlotte. Oh, but wait. Go ahead. It's the facts <laughs> of my life. <laughs> we'll get it in at the, the end, The facts too. of my life by Charlotte Ray and Larry Strauss. Get it on Amazon. Charlotte, here's what I wanted to ask you. Can you still do the Zsa, Zsa the Gabor sisters impression? Well, I know, no, I have not done it for many years, you know. But <laughs> so anyway, I, I I wanted someone rich and wealthy, powerful, so I ran away with my father. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. And, wow, that's and, fun. And you were in a movie that Frank and I joke about we a just lot. talked about it uh hello down there oh yeah <laughs> tony, tony randall yeah and richard oh. dreyfus who sings yeah. who sings a love song to a goldfish in the movie <laughs> yeah. i just watched a scene today charlotte with you and roddy mcdowell it's very uh, very funny oh god okay now now charlotte uh, my wife is telling me to wrap it up and let you uh, rest for a little bit. I know. I got an interview tomorrow morning, yes. Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Oh. And and you're going to do Dancing with the Stars, Charlotte? Uh, I'll tell you what's her name is doing it. Um, uh, 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 Kim Fields. Oh. And they're interviewing me. They're coming to my house. Oh, I thought you were going to do the show before my. I go into rehearsal. I'm going into rehearsal. Um, uh, tomorrow at 12 o'clock, they're picking me up to go. I'm going to do something, um, with a wonderful group. Um, it's called, um, Endgame by, um, Samuel Beckett. Oh, sure. And, um, and, 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 and Kim wants me to go on Dancing with the Stars, sit in the audience, and then maybe do it a time step or something with her uh, in one of the things. And um, in the meantime, there's, they're going to interview me in my apartment tomorrow morning about her. Well, we'll let they're you get some at rest. 930, and then I have to leave at 12. So this, this has been wonderful, guys. Oh. I, I, I hope to meet you someday. We hope so. And before you go, I heard, like, women still come up to you. And they want a hug from Mrs. Garrett. This is true. So, yes. so when I see you, I I am expecting a hug from Mrs. Garrett. You will get it. And I just thought thought that show that you put together 
uh, on that network was really superb. What show was that, Charlotte? Well, you know, with uh, all of us on... on oh, the TV uh, Land show. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. It was an honor to meet you. Well, thank you very much. And enjoy yourself. Be in good health. And send my best to your wife. Well, stay with okay. us. We're going to plug the book now, one more now, time. We got to plug the book again. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, we've been... Uh, th- I'm Gilbert Gottfried. This is Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, And we've been talking to... Uh, Actress and comedian, and now Charlotte, not Carol. (laughs) Oh, she's got your number, Gil. (laughs) She she is not only an actress and comedian, but now an author with the facts of my life by charlotte ray and larry strauss you can get it on amazon uh so you can get it through barnes and noble too by the way you can get it a lot of places just just throwing that out there and uh, so we've been talking to the (laughs) and and i mean i'm telling you we have not gotten to a quarter of the things we wanted to talk to you about. There's so many things we could do, Charlotte, so many things we could talk about. But well, we'll have to do it again. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, people yeah. can go on Amazon and get your funny album, which is yes, yes Songs I Taught it's, My Mother. Yes. Thank you very much, Frank. And thank you, Gilbert. Thank you, Charlotte. It's an absolute treat for us. See, you remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? Yeah, hmm. thank you, Charlotte Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of and yourself, Charlotte. And exit laughing. Ah, that's perfect. Bye bye. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>